Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, the weather is starting to get cooler. Kids are back in school, but we have maybe a week or two of summer left on the calendar, at least. And there are some getaways if you're looking for some inexpensive trips in western Pennsylvania that you may not know about. Some, some maybe some lesser known attractions that you may not know about, but maybe after this half hour with our guest, you will. Michael Ciappelloni is executive director of tourism for the state of Pennsylvania, and he's on the line with us. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to take some time to talk with us. Uh, t- t- tell us, first of all, what your job is at the, at the Pennsylvania Department of Tourism. Probably some people don't even realize Pennsylvania has uh, a Department of Tourism. Absolutely. Well, um, if they don't, I'm not doing my job. But uh, <laughs> we're most known <laughs> we're most known by uh, visitpa.com, which is on the back of uh, 12 million plus license plates in Pennsylvania. So that's our primary call to action. And I feel very lucky uh, to uh, be overseeing tourism uh, in, in Pennsylvania, along with my with my boss, Carrie uh, Fisher-Lapore. But um, we get to talk about fun for work. So connecting people with all there is to see and do in Pennsylvania is is our primary function. Let me ask you, before we get into the, the fun part, how big of an industry, how big of a business is tourism for the Commonwealth? Certainly. Uh, tourism, you know, they always say it's, you know, the second largest industry. But to really quantify it, it is um, a $46 billion uh, industry in Pennsylvania. It employs nearly 500,000 uh, Pennsylvania's Pennsylvanians directly or indirectly, and we welcome uh, around 212 million visitors each year. You said 46 billion with a B. Yes. Wow, and and supports a half million jobs. Where where do these visitors come from, and what are some of the more popular tourist destinations in the state? We always say that we have an embarrassment of of riches. I mean, from you know where I'm. I work in, in Harrisburg and, you know, nearby within 45 minutes, you can be in Lancaster, you can be in Gettysburg and you can be, uh, you know, 20 minutes in, in Hershey. And that's uh, incredible. Uh, Philadelphia is huge. The Pocono Mountains mm-hmm. is just on, you know, so popular right now. They uh, are doing so, so well. Uh, and, of course, uh, Pittsburgh and the Laurel Highlands and Erie. And there's just so much to see and do here. I'm very lucky with, I always say, the patch of land I have to promote. We're, we're talking with Michael Ciappelloni, uh, Executive Director of Tourism for the Commonwealth. VisitPA.com uh, is the website. It, it's it's interesting to me, and, and again, we're going to get into the fun parts here in a minute, but I, I wanted to explore some of the, the history and some of the background. It's interesting to me, someone posted on YouTube or Twitter when it was, uh, a tourism film made in the 1950s about Pennsylvania, black and white, obviously, and it focused almost entirely on Philadelphia, 
I think Valley Forge talked a little bit about Valley Forge, and I think maybe talked a little bit about the Poconos. And then there was about 30 seconds of, oh, and by the way, there's also Pittsburgh. But, but the entire yeah. emphasis was on eastern Pennsylvania, the, 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 the feeling, I guess, in the 1950s being who in the world in their right mind would want to go on a tourism visit to western Pennsylvania. Does that mindset still persist a little bit, especially among Pittsburghers, I think? I certainly hope not. Okay. Um, I'm originally from the center part of the state, uh-huh. from Clearfield County, uh, and Pittsburgh was an every summer destination okay. uh, for us. You know, go to a pirate game and, and do um, the museums and other things. So I certainly hope that that's not the impression. And Pittsburgh is on the top of every list. You know, mm-hmm. the best views, the best food, and, and some of the best museums. So I, I certainly hope that that perception has changed. You mentioned the Pirates. Of course, the baseball season is is wrapping up. But what are some other uh, late summer, early fall destinations that that people should be considering? The first one top of mind is to go into the Pennsylvania Wilds, which is the north uh, central part of the state. Uh, And we are in the midst of the the best season to see elk. Um, So people don't know that Pennsylvania has 1,400 elk. It's the largest uh, herd in the Northeast. And once you see them, you'll never forget it. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, and that is, you know, in Elk County and Clearfield County and, and go to the Elk Country Visitor Center, uh, which is an amazing place uh, to visit uh, this time of year, any time of year, honestly. When is peak? Uh, I, I know a lot of people go leaf peeping, as they say, and I know parts of Pennsylvania actually are in a drought condition. Doesn't seem like it in Pittsburgh. We've had plenty of rain this this summer, but parts of the eastern state, uh, eastern part of the state, uh, some counties are under drought warning conditions. But where is peak foliage uh, for fall foliage as the leaves start to change uh, in Pennsylvania? And what time of year should people go? Certainly, October is the key uh, time. We have an article coming out in our newsletter, so I, this is fresh in my mind. But yeah. basically, um, it goes from north to south. So down here in the southeast, like we uh, maybe not until later in October. And that's what's great is you can start your ventures, adventures up in the Pennsylvania wilds, uh, even up to Erie, beautiful uh, up there, and then work your way down the state. So it doesn't need to be just one weekend into Pennsylvania. Okay. We're talking with Michael Ciampoloni from uh, visitpa.com about some day trips and some unexpected destinations you, you may be able to take in Pennsylvania. Visitpa.com, of course, is the website. Pennsylvania, a $46 billion industry. I don't want to get stuck on that, but that's amazing to me that, that indirectly or directly supports 500,000 jobs. Uh, what are some uh, unexpected jobs that are supported by tourism dollars in Pennsylvania that we might not even think about. I mean, it's, it's easy to think about the hospitality industry, for instance, or, or restaurant industry, or people who actually give tours. But what are some other jobs that tourism helps support? I mean, if you think about it, when you go to visit uh, an area, the, the indirect impact is one that we might not think about. And that would be, um, say you need dry cleaning done, or if you... Sure. Um, Definition of tourism is when you travel more than 50 miles that mm-hmm. you're most likely going to incur costs. Yep. So it supports so many different types of jobs. Uh, we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, and when we do, I'm going to start drilling down into some of our local counties um, and, and ask you uh, what some, some of the top destinations are, um, and especially some of those uh, more maybe more obscure ones that people don't think of right away. But I'm assuming the Pennsylvania tourism folks, you do surveys and you find out what people are saying about 
Pennsylvania when they visit different attractions. What sort of feedback do you get from other states and from even other countries from people who uh, are visiting Pennsylvania? Absolutely. That is something that we spend a lot of our, our time uh, doing because uh, we know through research, uh, for example, um, more people come from the New Jersey, New York area in the summertime. Okay. Uh, that flips around. Uh, in winter, we uh, send more of our promotional uh, materials and, and advertising dollars into the D.C. area because we know that they come north uh, for skiing and other uh, winter activities. Activities. What is the what are what are the perceptions? What uh, what sorts of things do they do they say, and what sorts of things are they opportunities are they looking at in Pennsylvania? We are known uh, for uh, four major things: history, uh, our uh, cities and culture, uh, our greater than great outdoors, and then also our culinary scene. Pittsburgh has gotten a reputation as a bit of a foodie town that probably was mostly confined to. to uh, Philadelphia years ago. Is that accurate? Yes. And one of the things that we've developed over the last couple of years are uh, four culinary trails because we want to take people all around the state. So those four trails, we work with Chatham University, honestly, uh, there in yeah. Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. And so we have a trail for apples. We have one for uh, bread, one for uh, pickled things, fermented, <laughs> uh, and then also one for charcuterie really playing off the strengths and the history and culture of uh, food here in Pennsylvania. And, and, and how long do those trails go? I mean, are they mostly regional or are they statewide? They are, they are statewide, yes. Okay. So, so an apple trail, a bread trail, a pickled uh, vegetables, I guess mostly, uh, trail, and a charcuterie trail. Uh, and you said it was developed with uh, help from Chatham University in Pittsburgh. Yes. How, how do people get access to those and, and, and um, what will they find along them? Oh, everything is all planned out at visitpa.com. We have uh, several uh, stops mapped out per region, as as you said. Mm -hmm. um, So if you're, you know, in the Pittsburgh area, you can pick, you know, the um, various trails that originate there. But we would love for you to crisscross the state uh, exploring all there is to um, taste and and purchase. Let's take a 30-second break here. When we come back, I want to ask you about what help is available for people at at visitpa.com if they need some help planning their next trip or planning a little weekend getaway either for them, for themselves, for if they're a couple, if they've got uh, children or grandchildren. Um, And then also sort of ask you about some of the specific uh, locations in Allegheny, Westmoreland, Beaver, Butler, uh, Fayette County in the the greater Pittsburgh area. Okay? Sounds good. Michael Ciappelloni is Director of Tour Tourism for Pennsylvania, Executive Director of Tourism for Pennsylvania. VisitPA.com is the website. That's what we're talking about. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 412-678-6191. Michael Ciappelloni is our guest. He is Executive Director of Tourism for Pennsylvania 
visitpa.com. We're talking about some late summer, early fall trips that uh, you might want to plan, especially in the western Pennsylvania area, especially sort of of the day trip or weekend trip uh, variety. If he, you, you, We were talking about the, the four culinary trails that uh, you've developed with help from Chatham, or, yeah, from Chatham University, uh, including one uh, focusing on apples, bread, uh, pickled vegetables, and charcuterie. Um, and you can find out more about those at Visit PA. What kind of travel planning help is available through the tourism office, um, and especially for people who maybe are not super computer savvy? Certainly. Well, for those not uh, computer savvy, you can uh, order one of our travel guides called the Happy Traveler. Uh, we like to infuse happiness into everything that we do, uh, as it is the state's uh, call to call to action. You know, Pennsylvania, pursue your happiness. And how do how do they order? So that? you can order a. And how do they uh, get that uh, that paper guide? So you can order it uh, on visitpa.com. Uh, it's very easy to do. You just enter your name and address, and it's it's free, and it'll arrive in your mailbox uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, or you can call 1-800-VISIT-PA and order it there. 1-800-VISIT-PA. And I mention that because I was at the motor club uh, getting my driver's license renewed, and there were people there getting trip ticks. And I didn't know that people still got paper trip ticks, but, but some people do. And I, I know not everybody that's listening to us right now uh, is super computer savvy. So the Happy Traveler is the guide. 1-800-VISIT-PA if you would like to request that or visitpa.com. Let's start closest to home here. Our, our radio studio is uh, in McKeesport. The radio stations are in McKeesport and, and Braddock, south of Pittsburgh. Um, what are some attractions uh, that people could visit in the Allegheny County area, in the Pittsburgh area? Pittsburgh is wonderful. I spent a weekend there uh, about a month ago, um, went to the Heinz History Center, uh, which w- is incredible, uh, did the inclines and, and all of that. Um, but, but I really think to travel out into the countryside a little bit would be great. You know, go out into Washington County uh, and see um, uh, Meadowcroft, mm-hmm. the Meadowcroft Rock Shelter. In- absolutely incredible. It takes you back 18,000 years into history and see where people uh, sheltered there under the the rock shelter, and that's so, over near the Avella um, area yeah. of Washington County. Yeah, yeah, yep, near, near Avella. Yep. I was going to say well, that's one of the oldest uh, 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 sites of human habitation, I believe, in Pennsylvania. If that's if I remember correctly, it's it's in North America. In uh, yes. North America, okay, okay. Yeah, Meadowcroft Rock Shelter, and you were about to mention one other, and I I stepped on you. I apologize. No, that's that's fine. I was going to uh, talk about the trolley museum. Okay. Yes, please do. It's just a great uh, place, and, and you can take a little ride on, on a trolley. Uh, the Trolley Museum is actually part of our Fred Rogers Trail that we developed a couple years ago. It, it goes from uh, downtown Pittsburgh all the way out into um, Latrobe, uh, the home uh, of Fred Rogers. So 15 stops along the way with a direct connection to uh, our favorite neighbor. Uh, 15 stops on the Fred Rogers Trail, including the Pennsylvania Trolley Museum in Washington, PA, which has, uh, or just outside of Washington, to be more accurate, that has grown by leaps and bounds, I think, over the last 10 or 15 years. Used to just sort of be a little out and back. Uh, Michael Ciappelloni yes. is our, is our uh, guest. He is with the he's executive director of uh, Tourism for Pennsylvania. Visit PA.com or 1-800-VISIT-PA if you'd like to request information from them. You, we've, you, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit with uh, uh, Washington County. Uh, how about um, Fayette and Green? I guess everybody knows. And, and Westmoreland County, I guess everybody knows about uh, Falling Water, the Frank Lloyd Wright, Wright House. But I think there's, there, there are other attractions over in that part of the, uh, Pennsylvania as well. 
Falling in Water is just one of uh, four uh, Franklin Wright homes uh, in uh, in that area. So you also have Kentuck Knob, and then you have two at Polymoth Park where you can actually stay overnight. So we're very fortunate uh, to have uh, that collection and especially Falling Water, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Can you book um, uh, accommodations through Visit PA, or is it mostly that they will, will, will give you a referral to the, the proper place? We like to lead with inspiration, uh, okay. but you can then find your way to the individual websites for uh, each that I mentioned. My... Uh sister-in-law and her husband, they like to go camping, trailer camping and, and tent camping. Where are some good camping spots? Because the weather is still kind of warm enough. It's getting a little chilly in the evening now, but it's still kind of warm enough if somebody wanted to camp overnight. Where are some good uh, camping spots and outdoor recreation spots in, in this half of the state? Uh, and camping is so, uh, I don't want to say it's so hot right now, but it's been so uh, popular. Um, so there's Bear Run Campground, and that's out in Portersville. Uh, another one would be uh, Raccoon Creek State Park uh, in, in Hookstown. There's also the Pioneer Campground in uh, Muncie Valley. And then Tall Oaks Campground in Farmington down in Fayette County. Are these all uh, operated by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania or some of them mix of private and, and public lands? It's a, it's a mix of uh, private and, and, and state run, yes. You, uh, we haven't even really, really touched on some of the history that's in this area. Uh, talk to us about some of the prominent historical attractions. And let's start, again, sort of in our backyard with the Rivers of Steel uh, National Heritage Center, the, the sites that are in western Pennsylvania, including the Cary Blast Furnaces that are over in uh, Rankin and Swissville, just outside Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has so much to offer in regards to history and in the traditional, non-traditional sense. I mean, you have places like the Fort Pitt Blockhouse, but mm-hmm. then also, as you said, Cary Furnace really tells the industrial history uh, of the area. What about museums? I mean, the the very prominent museums in, in the Pittsburgh area are the Carnegie Library, or the Carnegie Museum of Natural History and the Carnegie Museum of Art. But there are some other museums that maybe even Pittsburghers don't know about. What are some uh, interesting museums in the western half of the state? Well, absolutely. I mean, it would be uh, remiss to not mention the Warhol, which mm-hmm. is internationally known. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also there is, um, as I mentioned earlier, the Heinz History Center, really amazing. Mm-hmm. The one uh, just a bit outside over in uh, Westmoreland County is the Westmoreland Museum of American Art. Um, definitely, they have an enormous collection of, of art out there, and I don't think people would normally think of traveling out to Greensburg, but they definitely should. We The time goes quickly. We're about, uh, we've, we've got to take one more quick break. Um, we, we haven't really talked too much about sort of the northwestern corner of the state. I know a lot of uh, folks from our listening area like to go up to Erie and Crawford counties in, in those areas. What are some attractions? And those are only for us, most of us, our listening area. That's only maybe an hour and a half, two hours away. What are some uh, attractions people should be checking out in that Lake Erie, Crawford County area? Certainly, as you're traveling that direction, you definitely want to uh, stop by uh, Butler and see the Maradon Museum, which has an amazing collection of uh, Asian art and artifacts. Uh, but then, like you said, going on up to Crawford County, so uh, incredible. I mean, you have uh, everything from Pyman Tuning, uh, which is our largest um, state park, to great apple orchards and breweries and cider houses, uh, a lot to see uh, there. Um, 
and then make your way over to Titusville um, to see America's first commercial oil well, uh, where oil was first commercially produced. So those are some of the highlights along the way. Sharon is an amazing town. Uh, go to Daffin's Candy and, and uh, dive into to, to sugar there. But um, then Erie, just like I said, is incredible and is going to be in its glory with fall foliage uh, this year. Let's let's take a break right there. When we come back, I know that um, one thing that has become very popular has been brew pubs and craft distilleries and wineries. Uh, I know that you can get a lot of resources about that through uh, visitpa.com. Let me ask you about some of those and um, maybe some uh, some lesser-known attractions uh, in Pennsylvania that people might want to visit, okay? Sounds great. Michael Ciappelloni is uh, Executive Director of Tourism for Pennsylvania. Visit PA.com or 1-800-VISIT-PA if you'd like to get a travel guide. We're broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, and this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZOM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Back for a final few minutes with Michael Ciappelloni from the uh, Pennsylvania uh, TourismVisitPA.com. You can also call 1-800-VISIT-PA for more information. Um... I should mention, by the way, that we I know we've got some listeners over in Bethany, West Virginia, and the Wheeling, West Virginia area. Um, th- these getaways are also uh, just a hop across the border uh, for our friends in uh, West Virginia and along the Ohio River. Um, be- before we get to uh, some of the craft beer and, and craft distilleries, um, how big of an attraction are our rivers uh, in Pennsylvania, which obviously in Pittsburgh include the Ohio, the Monongahela, and the Allegheny, but uh, the Yokogany River, the Castleman River, comes up into Pennsylvania a little bit, the Juniata River. Um, how big of a tourism draw are those? They're a huge uh, draw for recreation, especially now. Um, kayaking has never been uh, bigger, uh, so it's really difficult to even find a kayak um, these days. Yeah. But also for fishing. I mean, we have some of the best fishing streams and lakes uh, in, in this in the East Coast, so uh, a lot to uh, explore, and that's one thing that I like to point out about our great outdoors is it's very uh, you know easy to get there. You know, there, there's a state park within ten or fifteen minutes of, of every Pennsylvanian, uh, so going to them, and uh, we're one of only I think five or six states in the country where our state parks are still free. Okay. Uh, so we like to tout that as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, we learned that. We were in Michigan last year and uh, learned that you have to pay for a pass to get into a, a Michigan State Park. We didn't realize that. Before we move on to, to the next topic, though, let me – you alluded to something before we took the break. We were talking about camping and outdoor recreation, and you said um, that the last few years that's never been more popular. Is that a result of COVID, uh, that, that people didn't want to stay in a hotel? But obviously if you're in a campsite, you're outdoors and you can isolate. 
right? A hundred percent. Yes, that is. I mean, that is a trend that has been seen uh, nationwide, um, but we're very lucky here in Pennsylvania to have so many options. How much, uh, before we move on, how much of an impact did, or how much of a hit did this $46 billion tourism industry take uh, during COVID, especially during the early days when when people really were, before the vaccines, before we knew that masking worked? uh, How much of a hit did that cause to the tourism industry? Should be, um, I don't want to sound dramatic, but it but cut it about in half. Wow. Um, it was a pretty significant low. Yeah. And how are, what are you hearing in terms of how um, the tourism industry, how different, uh, a lot of these are small businesses or nonprofits. How are they recovering? Are, are people getting back to normal now? You know what? One of the, uh, in the early days of the pandemic, all the estimates were that it would be um, 2024 or 2025 before uh the industry recovered, but honestly, we're seeing numbers that are matching 2019 uh, okay. right now. So I think people uh, really are getting out on the road and, and return to travel uh, thankfully quicker than we anticipated. Well, we were all cooped up for a couple of months, and we're, we still got a little stir-crazy maybe. Uh, speaking of crazy, let's talk about something that a lot of uh, my friends are crazy about, and that is craft beer and craft distilleries and um, wineries. And I know North, northern Pennsylvania especially has a lot of really good wineries up around the Lake Erie uh, area. Uh, talk about that. What resources are available through Visit PA for people who want to uh, sample some of those different products? Absolutely. I mean, we have a whole section of the website uh, that we call Pursue Your Hoppiness. Um, <laughs> for Hoppiness, those... okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no shortage of puns here. There we go. But um, it's a... <laughs> It's one way to, to find, you know, all the, the craft breweries across the state. I wanted to note that we are second in craft beer production to California. Okay. A lot of people don't uh, know that. So there are so many opportunities and so many unique uh, places uh, all across the state. I, I know as, as the executive director of tourism, you, you are probably not allowed to play favorites. But um, let's let's say you uh, had someone who was visiting. Uh, let's say the time was no factor, money was not a factor, but they wanted to see you know something very unusual in Pennsylvania. What would be maybe uh, in your top three or your top five things that you would want them to see that they're visiting from I don't know California or Ireland or wherever? Certainly, I think what we you know one of the things we mentioned earlier uh, would be would be falling water. Yeah. Um, we like to say like. Pennsylvania has so many quirky and uncommon things. I mean, you can go out and see the Big Mac Museum. You can go uh, and, you know, drive around on Route 30 and see all of the uh, roadside uh, attractions and and, um, funny statues and that sort of thing. Groundhog Day. I mean, it is a shame if everyone doesn't experience it. I've been nine (laughs) times, uh, and it never gets old for me. I have. Um, But also, they have a visitor center now, so you can go any time of year and learn more about uh, Punxsutawney Phil, the, the weathers of the world's uh, prognosticating groundhog. So, so those are some good suggestions if, if, you know, we've got visitors coming in from out of town, especially for the winter holidays and you don't know where to take them. Those are some possibilities. What are some, some activities, and we're just about out of time here, but what are some activities that are particularly good in Pennsylvania for the wintertime? We're very lucky that we have uh, 22 uh, ski resorts uh, in Pennsylvania. You know, a lot of them in the Laurel Highlands and the Pocono Mountains uh, and and elsewhere. Uh, But also, we like to talk about snowshoeing. You know, people don't think about that. And and snowmobiling up in the Allegheny National Forest, it's incredible uh, to go uh, snowmobiling up there. 
And we haven't, even, we haven't talked about sh- we haven't even talked about shopping beginning. I know a lot of people uh, for a leisure time activity shopping, and I know both Pennsylvania and or both Philadelphia and Pittsburgh have winter markets in the winter time, and then, then of course there are how many outlet malls there are now in Pennsylvania. Yes, and all tax free, which is something we promote internationally and and to our neighbors who. I don't enjoy that. Uh, we've been talking with Michael Ciampoloni. He's Executive Director of Tourism for Pennsylvania. You can get more information at visitpa.com. Uh, you can call 1-800-VISIT-PA if you would like to talk to someone and get a paper copy of The Happy Traveler is the name of the booklet. Is that correct? The Happy Traveler, yes. Michael, what haven't I asked you about that uh, you've got 30 seconds left? What haven't I asked you about that you want to mention for, for folks who are planning that day trip here in the late summer, early fall? The one thing I would uh, explore is taking uh, a historic train ride. So popular. One, the Oil Creek and Tysdale Railroad, but there's so many others out there, which really is a great way to explore fall in Pennsylvania. Well, we've got train tracks going right past here. There's no historic trains coming past us, but uh, that certainly is very popular. Michael, thank you so much for, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Thank you. It was a true pleasure. And just remember to visit PA.com. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. On Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.